Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. In this bonus episode, we're going to answer some scary questions. So we did do a, one of these episodes earlier in the year, I think. Was it that this year? Can't remember. Let's say it was this year. We've, we've done one. We've done one. And we, we did it and it came out. <laughs> exactly right. So we basically had, we'd done a call out on Discord and Twitter and some emails. Um, and we basically had a bunch left over. So we're now going to do those questions. Uh, the first one comes from Ryan via email who asks, which of the five senses is the worst for a ghost to have? So... Ryan, I don't get it. <laughs> is he saying it's touch? Yeah, I mean, because if a ghost can't touch you, what can it do? It could oh, lick God. you, I guess. But no, no, because that's still touch. Yeah, that's touch. Right, but it would taste you. You just wouldn't know it. True. That, I'm, that, I'm I feel, like, I feel like that affects the ghost more. Yeah. So I, it's touch. It really can only be touch. Right. If, if a ghost smells me, I'm not going to give a fuck. If a ghost cops a feel... I'm going to be pretty fucking annoyed at that creepo right there yeah. and terrified. Unless it's like what sense that a ghost triggers in us would be the worst. And I still think it's touch or hearing it. Oh uh, yeah. Touch yeah. or touch or hearing. Yeah, I think. I guess. Yeah. Seeing a ghost is bad. They're all bad. They're all bad. <laughs> yeah. If I could not perceive the ghost in any form. Mm. Good. Best option. I mean, that's that could well be the existence we're currently living in. We don't know how many ghosts are in this room right now. Don't you fucking start. <laughs> None, Damo. This is a, we put safe space. I mean, we need to tell we need to tell Zama to put some sage in this fucking. Let's have an exorcism in this room. I think. Oh, yep. I think it's necessary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you're full of ghosts, chock full of them. I, do, I look worryingly full of them. I'm, I don't even think we need an exorcism on Carney. I'm worried what's going to come out. That's true. I'm scared. Yeah. So maybe just nothing. We'll just leave it. Don't he's, even think about he's it. He's clearly found a balance. Best not to upset it. Yeah, you've got like that three Stooges syndrome that Mister Burns has, where all of the diseases <laughs> in your body keep you alive. <laughs> Yeah, you can't meddle with one of them. Nah. nah. Yeah. If you treat if you Dead. kill one, it'll it'll kill it'll the other ones will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. All right. Yeah. Well our next question comes from Car Go Go Gadget Me on Discord who asks which director would be would you be most scared to meet in a dark alleyway? Um This is easy. Yeah. Roman Polanski. Oh wow. <laughs> oh, that got okay. Yeah. Yep. I mean not wrong. Yeah. Tell me tell me where I'm wrong. I mean I went lighter. 
but still serious. I went Miyazaki. <laughs> okay. I think there's some darkness in that, man. Oh, yeah. He can't yeah. make wholesome beauty yeah. without fucking people up in an alleyway. <laughs> Have you seen the clips of him making stuff and he's the angriest man in the world who just chain smokes? Yeah. yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. I don't want to fight that guy. Yeah. You're right. He's working through some demons. There's a few directors I don't reckon. I don't reckon I can actually take any directors. Wait, like, is the question who could you take or who would you be <laughs> most scared of? Well, no, I'm just scared. thinking like there's a – like. Tarantino, he's probably going to take my shoes off. Oh, yeah. Toes. Yeah, I want that. Oh, <laughs> yucky. James Cameron probably yell at me. Yeah. Yeah, although he might give me a billion dollars. Maybe. I might be happy to meet Del Toro in in an alleyway, mostly because I just think he would give me a bit of a hug. And it oh, it seems like a cuddly man. Yeah. I reckon a hug. Yeah, I, I stand by my original answer, though. <laughs> yeah, your one. That, I mean, there's yours nothing is to, probably yeah, yep. the answer. You have found the right answer. Johnny Carpenter, I reckon, would fuck you up. He knows too much about spooky yeah. shit. He does. He's pretty good at that crap. I mean, any any director who's just standing in a dark alleyway for no reason, already yeah. the situation's a bit cooked. Yeah. David Lynch me. standing, looking at you. Oh, Lynch, like no way. You wouldn't, nothing would happen. <laughs> but you'd be terrified. But, and then he would just walk away, but you would be irre- irrevocably changed yeah. forever. <laughs> yeah. And you, you would always think something could happen. Something did happen, and you yeah, don't even right. know what it'll be. I oh, it'd, it'd drive you insane, actually. You would lose yeah. your shit. Yeah, that's why David Lynch is never alone with one person in a room. <laughs> <laughs> it's too powerful. <laughs> Speaking to David Lynch, have you heard that incredible story about the Woody Woodpecker dolls that he had? <laughs> I, yeah, remind me, because so I, I have. But he, I he was driving one day. He had he was doing an interview, and he was talking about how he had these like five Woody Woodpecker dolls. He was driving on a highway past like a gas station and right. saw them in the window and felt sorry for them, so bought them all. Oh wait, so there was he bought all five at once? Yes, he, he, gas he, he named them, and they lived with him for years. And the interviewer then said, "Where are they?" And he's basically like, "Oh, we had a falling out," and he just got apparently from that point on his mood shifted completely for the rest of the interview. He got quite Fuck. somber. He no longer has the Woody Woodpecker dolls. I don't know whether what happened there. Yeah, it's the most. It's one of the most David Lynch, David Lynch stories yeah, of all bizarre. time. It's it, genius and crazy, like a hair's breadth away from each other. And yeah. then you give it time. Like I honestly think properly genius, crazy people straddle that line back and forth all day long. Yeah, I, I will say the thing I like about David Lynch though is that he's not like he's not like a genius asshole. You know that idea that yeah, you have yeah. to be like an asshole to be. He's like no, no. no. The whole thing where it's like, no, to be a good director, you've got to be a prick to the people in your movies. And David Lynch just does not adhere to that. And he's made some incredible shit. He seems chill, but also insane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's on, again, he divorced a bunch of Woody Woodpecker dolls that he had in his house. (laughs) He bought them, first of all. Right. Because he felt sorry for them. Yeah, I don't know. I also wouldn't want to meet David O. Russell in an alleyway because apparently he's a prick too. He's just a big piece of shit. Although Clooney beat the shit out of him, didn't he? Yeah. Clooney can do it. We can do it. We can. Yeah. <laughs> we got it. As a unit. Yeah. We're tough. Yeah. All right. Our next question comes from Hello Dolly's Halal Dally uh, on Discord, <laughs> who asks, which one of you is most likely to be a thing right now? Tom. No. Here's the thing. The good money's on Tom. Yeah. It's actually me. You yeah. Dickhead. I was <laughs> going to say, it's not me. Because, Sean, you think it's me. Yes. And I'm like, it's not me. It's not me. So you tie me up. Damon's like, yeah, tie him up. You test my blood. Yeah. Nothing changes. Damon's right. like, yeah, test his blood. I start to kill you. Yeah, kill him. <laughs> and the demo's like, all right, time to test your blood. And you're like, what? And you're like, yeah, just test your blood. Oh, no, it's you, Sean. And yeah. then he kills you. <laughs> Damn. I mean, look, the thing with the thing, if the thing has been living as me uh, for the past, what, three, five years, however long it's it's been living as before, let's be honest, it's, it's tried Netflix. It's tried ice cream. It's probably watched Paddington at some point. Yeah, you've befriended it, essentially. I don't think it's going to want to go on a rampage anymore. It, enjo- it probably yeah. enjoys being human. Demo, uh, Demo hasn't befriended it, Sean, because- 
It's, he's it's dead. become him. It's become him. <laughs> so dead, our, dead, our, dead, our friend Damo is just the thing. thing now. And I'm now yeah. trying to convince you that I'm friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Paddington, boys. Aha, uh-huh. you guys like Paddington, right? I see you say Paddington a lot. It's funny that I do like Damo more and more as time goes on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm, something uh, like I that. would say fuck you, but I'm the thing, so I guess <laughs> thank you. You're like, it's working. <laughs> and Sean, you're the thing, but you're the thing from the Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> because you constantly say Michael Chiklis, my it's, man. It's, <laughs> it's clobbering time. And your dream is to play a dirty cop in a TV show. Oh, yeah. All right, my next question comes from TKMax010 on Discord who asks, what horror film would be better with a different horror villain instead of its own? I mean, that's a tricky question because, like, every film should exist to have the villain that it's supposed to have. It's like, I mean, you can pluck any villain out of any movie and just sort of do, like, a fun swap. Do it. Uh, The Dracula's monster from Monster Squad. Yeah. In what? In any fucking film. Replace the shark in Jaws. That's <laughs> <laughs> him bobbing out of the water with dynamite. It's a great they, film. They, they, they go to shoot him and he's like, I've got bombs. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> can do whatever. Any film. You don't need a bigger boat. You need Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal Lecter. Anthony Hopkins is not in that film. It's Dracula. <laughs> oh, yeah. With bombs. Yeah. And he doesn't cut a guy's face off and wear it. He just blows shit up. <laughs> I like that it's Monster Squad Dracula and not Christopher Lee Dracula. Oh, no, no. I mean, it could be any of the Draculas, but let's go for the best let's of the best. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Well, look, while we're on Monster Squad, I'm yeah. going to make the suggestion that Friday the 13th would be so much better if Gilman oh, was yeah. in the middle of Crystal Lake. Frank. <laughs> well, nah, he's, he's, he's too horny. Yeah, he would kill him. Suits that film. He, do, wow. he does. Imagine actually. him with Kevin Bacon. Oh my Shit, God. the screen would erupt. There's so much. There's so many. He loves tits. There's yeah. a lot of tits in that movie. Yeah. He'd be like boobies. Yeah, he'd kill no one. He'd be best suited in Piranha Three Double D. Imagine <laughs> him in that film. Name. Yeah, he'd actually be. He'd be good in so many. In so many movies of that slasher genre. Yeah, have tits in them. Yeah, he'd be just living his he best. He really life. is oh, the slasher king. Really. He, he wouldn't really, even get to the slashing. He would not. No. no. I, I think I'd also love to just drop like an the Xenomorph from Aliens just into stuff and just have whatever movie go for about 80 minutes less. Yeah. <laughs> because right. A, a bunch of babysitters in, in <laughs> fucking Ohio going up against a Xenomorph instead of Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> they're just dead. They're yeah. just gone. The, the, the weird detective comes to investigate it and they're all gone and he gets face-hugged and he dies too. <laughs> Just putting the Xenomorph in any... I think out of all the monsters and creatures in, a, in horror yeah. films that we've watched so far, the alien and alien is the one that seems the best yeah. at doing kill. So, <laughs> yeah, put it across any group of people and that's a very quick movie. Yeah. So much quicker. No, yeah. uh, horror <laughs> movies aren't 90 minutes anymore. They're two and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah. 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 It just, like, Changing it's just the game. It's just, it's just all done. All right. Well, our next question comes from Adam K on Discord who asks, what scary movie has the biggest monster reveal letdown? Yeah. Look, the, the only one I went back through, like, films we've watched, because mm. um, that's basically all the horror films I've watched. And. <laughs> Signs probably stands out. Yeah, just the the alien at the end. Right, it was like good in the, Phoenix is in fun. the yeah. It's good in like the you know the birthday party walking out. Thing, right, but when you get the the full on look at it at the end, mm. and the, I don't know the effects look a bit shit, and you you look at it too for too long, and you're just like ah, oh, not scared anymore. Right, that's probably the one that sticks out to me. It was a real letdown at the mm-hmm. end. They, they do hide it though. They obfuscate it in like. For a bit. Yeah, it's in the reflection of the TV, but then you get like a full-on look at it and you're like, oh, why the fuck was I scared of this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Still really yeah. love the film, but yeah. that just brings it down right at the end. Mm. So that's the one that stuck out for me. Fair enough. I've gone with not a monster, mm. but just a bad reveal in a horror movie, and it's the end of Ghost Stories, Okay, uh, which is a movie that we've talked about as having possibly the scariest 20 minutes of all time until we had to watch 
the Conjuring and Conjuring 2. Yeah. In that the monster reveal is that there's no monster. He's just in a coma. It's a bit cheap, isn't it? And it's yeah. like, ah, oh, you're a bitch. This, is, this isn't fun. Yeah. And even, even the monster reveals of the other monsters in the – Although, no, that's actually a lie. I was about to be like, and the monster reveals in each of the story are shit too. But they're not. The mm. monster reveal in the first one, horrific. The mm. devil thing, the first time you see it, horrific. Yeah. The fucking ghost witch wife woman, the first mm. time you see it, awful. Yeah. His friend that's like crawling through the tunnel, but you don't know what it is, awful. Yes. It's yeah. just the monster reveal of, ah, oh, he's just in a coma. And the bird he keeps seeing hit the window is the bird hitting the window outside. Right, yeah. It's cheap. It's, yeah. It tricked me. And yeah. I don't want to be tricked. Yeah. No, fair enough. Yeah. You know? I'm not here for tricks. No, yeah, for scares. Yeah. Well, I don't think we're here for that, Sean. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, yeah. Are we here for that? <laughs> Normal people are. Yeah. yeah. Well, my one's probably, and again, this is more of a personal thing, but Friday the 13th, because it wasn't who I thought it was. It was an old lady. He was a bit crazy. So I was let down. Nah, that's no, a great that was reveal. That's a good twist. of a film. <laughs> no, you, guys, you guys hate that movie. No, but you're just horny. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see Kevin Bacon. That was it. In some denim shorts. Uh, it's not even Kevin, it's the other guy. <laughs> yeah, in the oh, short yeah, shorts. Yeah. That like, yeah. oh, he's doing a bit of cultural appropriation <laughs> at some point. <laughs> and I still forgive him because them yeah. shorts, I mean, that took us. <laughs> Let's just say your biggest reveal wasn't let down. I don't know if that's as sexy as I was hoping it would be. Yeah. Uh, you had a boner, is what I was getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, look, I, I, I'll give you that. I, I think. It's one of those things where I think, for the most part, mm. having you like it's it's really hard. I think to make your monster not do that. Yeah, yeah. Because the the best dread is you know not seeing it or not knowing what it yes. is. When you see it in totality, it's like sometimes it works if mm. you've if you've built the dread enough for long enough, yeah. or if you, you know, if your design of that monster is fucking off its head. Yeah, right. Alien. Yeah. Well, I even Del think Toro. I, yeah, Del yeah, Toro, yeah, yeah. But I even think of like a quiet place. Finally, seeing the monster in that didn't lessen it for me. It was like a really cool design. Yeah, so that's I was true. on board with that. Yeah, but also the fear of them is you've seen what they're, they're capable of. Yes. So it's mm. less about being like, oh my god, it's a scare. It's a scary looking monster. It's more the rules of yeah. them are scary. Yeah, I mean, even if it looked a bit dumb, it's like, oh, but I know that if I cough, dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So exactly. still effective. Yeah. All right. Now our next question comes from Kane Crimson, who asks, "Were there any horror movies where the premise didn't really grab you at first, but then became really engaging?" This is a tricky one. Like I couldn't really think of any, and I think it's because specifically with horror, what I enjoy about it is premise. Yeah. Like nearly every horror that we've done on the show, the premise is fucking cool. Mm. Like the idea is always genuine, uh, generally pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah. there aren't many that I've been like. Oh, this sounds a bit shit, and then I've come around to them. Could you guys yeah. think of any? I, I kind of went with um, Overlord only because it ah, was, but the premise sounded cool. The premise is great, but it was even I was more impressed with it than I thought. It was. I'm like, okay, oh, okay yeah. yeah, we're gonna have zombies in the war. Yep, yep, that's a that's a good premise. I'm sure I'm gonna have a good time. Yep. But then it was actually so much a better, deeper, richer, yep, it exceeded movie, expectations. Yes, yes. So that was kind of where I yeah, went yeah, I could go that. Yeah, I, I went with a bit of that in that I went with the Evil Dead remake. Oh yeah, in that it was like, oh, they're remaking a classic. And generally, horror remakes traditionally are bad. And the idea that you take a movie that is as like I've I've seen the original Evil Dead films as beloved as them and as as excellent as them and remake it. I'm not talking about the time that we watched it, but the first time I went to see it, I'd be like, ah, oh, how good could it be? And the answer is, it's very good. It's also gross, right? So 
I think that was one for me where I, the original premise of not even the concept of the film, but the premise of remaking Evil Dead and being like, well, how do you, how do you, how do you bloody uh, improve on perfection? And then you, you'd make a completely different film that is very, very good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So thank you, Joel Dusha. <laughs> <laughs> never going to say that again. Yeah. Good. I never want to hear it again. <laughs> Did I make you sick? A little bit. Did you spew up a little bit in your mouth? Yeah, but that's just a common thing when I hear Joel Dusha on this show. <laughs> yeah, in life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our next question comes from Loki God of Sus on Discord who asks, which horror film universe would be the best slash worst slash weirdest to live in and who out of the Skeddy Boys would be the final girl? Well, let's answer the second part of that question. All right. Who'd be the final girl first? Uh, Sean. I'm going to go Sean too. Right? Yeah. 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 Why? Because you just feel like a trap. No, no. Tom betrays. Yep. And yeah. Betrays or or horny. And then pays the price either way. Yep. I think I probably go in a little too headstrong, a little too, you know. A little too brave, boy. I'm not even brave, but like, I don't know. I want to save my buddies, you know. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and so I think I'm done pretty quickly too. I think yep. it's up to you, mate. Yeah, it's like that fire. I think you're the most resourceful out of us. Oh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> no, shitting I'm on Damo. No, I just think you, you've climbed a mountain. I mean, yeah. so have you. Not that mountain. Yeah, not true. fucking. I haven't gone up Everest mm. Base Camp, mate. Mm-hmm. I I just think I'll die very quickly <laughs> in so many of the films we've watched. But I accept this uh, responsibility, and I look forward to setting fire to it. Mate, you got a dog called Charlie to live for, all right? That's true. I got something to fight for. You, you do. You got to find a boy. Yeah, the shit. Damon doesn't have a wife or anything that he wants to, <laughs> like, oh my God. to live for. I forgot about my wife. That's not good. <laughs> Damon's like, yeah, I've got nothing. Uh, I don't have Charlie. We melted Damon's ring down and used it as a bullet to kill a fucking werewolf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was me. I turned <laughs> yeah, into the werewolf. Yeah. 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 You do realize that in order for you to be the final girl. Yeah. You will probably have to kill me. That's fine. Okay. I'm okay <laughs> with that. Yeah. <laughs> there was zero hesitation. Yeah. You didn't even fucking blink. Uh, you know, I'm used to it now. Carly's basically been waiting for this day. Yeah, I know what I'm in for. He wants to be the Sad final though, girl. I have, to watch, I have to watch my boy Damo die. Yeah. Sorry, Carnosaurus. Endlessly. Oh, fuck. <sighs> oh, well. Do I survive, though? Well, yeah, you're the, the final, final girl. Yeah, yeah. The implication being that you live. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> what about the rest of the question? Uh, so, best, worst, worst weirdest. weirdest. Yeah. So, easy. Not easy. Because let's be real, guys. Best hard. Mm. What's the best? Very tricky. Don't even know. So I've come. I've come at this from a weird angle, and I think it's any of them with a very clear set of rules. Okay. If if we're in a horror universe and there are rules that we can follow in order to either a avoid the thing or b mm. defeat the thing, tick can do that. Yeah. No worries. But then I've I've kind of fucked myself as well because I've gone all right. Worst place to be. And this does have a clear set of rules, but I don't like them. Okay. And that's probably the It Follows universe. Yep. Because you can't get away from it. You can't. That's the problem with a lot of horror. If you've you've kicked over the stones and you're fucked. Mm. That's why, like, for, like, worst, I went for, I mean, it really could be any of them, but Mm. I went The Descent because it's just like, well, there there just isn't an escape. Yeah. Tom can seduce the lady crawler, but like we're still going to die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's going to have a good time for a little bit. Right. And, and then, maybe you know, there'll be little Tom and then I'm going to be a babies out there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever you do, you, you're fucked. And there's been so many of them that we've watched that are kind of like that. Blair yeah. Witch. So the, a lot of them are the worst. Right. Yeah, Blair Witch. What do you do? I, I went with Event Horizon because it's literally like torture oh, yeah. hell. Yeah. That's like, fucked. That's brutal. Alien is fucked. Yeah. They're all fucked. Maybe the Freddy universe. There's clear rules there. Yeah. Probably, we'd probably be okay there. Still. I Look, if I had to go best, it's got to be Monster Squad. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck. Oh, it's got to be the frigging Monster Squad. I didn't That's even true. think of that. <laughs> I'd also cop Dr. Sleep World because if I've got like cool mm. powers, I, uh, 
to be fair, I'm joining Rose the Hat. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, I mean that wasn't even in question. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, we're yeah. all joining Rose the Hat. Uh, Mate, are we? I don't are. know. I don't know. I think well, I, me. Why, Sean? You well, like? I do. I mean, like, I love her, but fuck. Yeah. If it came <laughs> down to it, and you got to choose your McGregor or Rebecca Ferguson, you're choosing the Ferg. You and McGregor's a bit of a dreamboat, though. Yeah. Are you, are you choosing the Greg or the Ferg? I think I have to go the Ferg. You do. Yeah. You just do. Yeah. And she would care for you. The Ferg she generally does care. The for Ferg the... never haunted my friend in his nightmares for ages. <laughs> True. <laughs> I couldn't join you in. Yeah. I just want to say, as a, as an honourable mention for weirdest. Yeah. Before uh, we get any further into worst. Uh, Dreamcatcher world, oh, yeah. Yeah. but only if we can live inside Damien Lewis's mind <laughs> warehouse or whatever <laughs> yeah. the fuck that yeah, yeah, stupid yeah. room is. Uh, yeah, the, the 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 universe where there is an alien who can impersonate a British man badly. <laughs> Morgan Freeman has those eyebrows, and oh, also yeah. the hero of the world is a giant bug alien hiding in Donnie Wahlberg, <laughs> who can give me powers. Yeah. That is the weirdest. It's the weirdest. You shit. You shit death. That's easily the weirdest we've watched. It is. It genuinely is. Yeah. What else is there? Dr. Terror's House of Horrors is a bit weird, but I still don't think it compares. Nah, it's, it's, it still has an underlying logic that Dreamcatcher does not have. I mean, no. the, be- the Beast Must Die was wild. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. you know what? That'd be a great universe to live in. It does have rules. We're just having though, yeah. parties <laughs> and trying to kill one another. Yeah. We get to hang out with the Kush while he gums some friggin' bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. (laughs) All right. Well, our next question comes from Roguish on Discord who asks, with the Skeddy Boys' expertise in being scared, will you all ever pitch a horror movie or narrative of your own? Uh, no, I hate it. <laughs> we've, 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 we already have. We've already have. Yeah, so we've we've, I think we've mentioned this before, but the, the three of us along with um, another mate of ours, Gabe Bergmoser, wrote Seasons of Fear where we each wrote mm. a horror story in a different season across a year. And then even Tom Reed has written a horror play. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> yeah, I did that. That was a spooker. That was a spooker. Ah, yeah, I did a horror too. Yeah, you did as well. Yeah, you did a horror play. Both of we've you. We've done have. horror stuff. Yeah, we have done, again, we've done a weird amount of horror stuff. I guess are they saying we're going to do any more horror stuff? Safe I, to assume, yes. Yeah, I'm, I've am i decided, it's weird. Yeah. I hate watching the movies, but I've decided it's one of my favorite genres to work in. Mm. I think it's my favorite. I'm, I'm yeah. enjoying it a lot. There's a lot of fun stuff you can do. Yeah. I don't know if I'm necessarily good at it, mm. but there are fun... Because, again, the thing about horror is you can kind of just attach it to to anything. Yeah. It can be a horror mystery. It can be a horror comedy. It can be a horror crime. It can be a horror – what's another genre, Sean? Anything, mate. I, I blacked Rogue out. <laughs> yeah. Horror. I'm just thinking about horror and now I'm scared and we're back. Yeah. We're back again. Yeah. But now we'll, we'll be doing some more stuff. We yeah. will. And we're, we may even be doing a bit more on this on this show, so keep an ear out for that one. Yeah. yeah. Do. Juicy. It's a, that will – 
That's a, a bit of sizzle there. A little toasty little, a little sizzle. D-Rob. People are going to be listening to this being like, oh, fuck, these dickheads going to write more shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our next question comes from Nizrima on Discord who asks, what's your favourite underwater spook? I mean... Uh, Gilman. Creature from the Black Lagoon all the way, no, baby. We, we can't use him. Oh, He's copyrighted. Uh, 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 Gilman. <laughs> I, said, I said the Gilman, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, him. I mean, I guess something like Jaws. Yeah. Uh, big favourite for me as a kid was Deep Blue Sea. I'd like to do it on this show, I think. It's, I mean, it, <laughs> LL Cool J and Samuel. Is it a horror? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. LL Cool J is the chef on the, on the aquatic uh, island thing that's been sunk by super smart sharks. It's great. It's so is, fucking Samuel L's in that movie, isn't it? Um, yeah. He dies quick as. Oh, mate, spoilers. We don't want to, uh, <laughs> we're not going to get into that shit. <laughs> okay. But yeah, it was one, yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Thomas Jane's in it. It's got a, it's got a good cast. Did yeah. Thomas Jane do this again because his mum told him to? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that with um, Dreamcatcher. Dream yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. I've got a couple, but yeah. I also want to just preface this by saying that People keep asking us, oh, what's your favourite kind of ghost? I just want to remind everyone of the core concept of the show. Mm. We don't have favourites. It's true. Because we are scared. Yes. But if I had to pick, I do love the big sh- shark from The Meg. Oh, yeah. The Meg is a wild movie, and it's not as fun as it should be. That movie should be way funner than it is. The yep. Meg? Yeah. It's a bit of fun, though. It, it should be more fun, though. It should didn't lean in quite enough. Yeah. Instead of being Statham, it needed to be Dwayne. Oh, I think Statham's Statham, all right. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't get a lot of support from other people. No, he really no doesn't. Way. Rain Wilson has a real weird yeah. plot line. Very weird plot line. Yeah. yeah. Where he gets eaten. Yeah. But he deserves it. He does. He's a bit of a piece of shit. Yeah. It's, look, there's some cool stuff in it. They should have, yeah. I think they could have leaned harder. But the reason I love that is there's that great shot in that movie where the little girl's playing in that underwater base and yeah. she chases the toy down. And she looks up and it's just there. Yes. And it's enormous. Mm. And it's just like the scale of it is, yeah. is is cool. And if it did decide to eat you, fuck it'd be over so quick. Yeah. Oh, bang, I'm dead. See like, one <laughs> I'm like a little I'm a little I'm not even a full French fry. I'm one of those little burnt shitty ones that you accidentally yeah. get when you get a handful. Right. I'm one of those little ones. <laughs> the other underwater monster creature. Big fan of is uh, Jar Jar Binks. Great, great character. <laughs> Fuck it, Al. Did not think we were going there. Wow, there we are. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's horrifying. Didn't want to either. <laughs> he's absolutely horrifying. Ruined a movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our next question comes from BC. Yes, on Discord, who asks, which horror is easiest to translate into a rom com? So I actually have an answer for this. I, I, I kind of just didn't really give a specific movie, but I kind of went with any slasher because I feel like any movie that starts with the meat cute of someone trying to kill someone else. But then them eventually falling in love, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty good. That is incredible. Mm. So the idea that, like, Michael Myers is, like, going to kill you. Yeah. Maybe I'm in love. Maybe. <laughs> as well as, like, any um, any rom-com often has a storyline where they the two hate each other for a while. Yeah. Oh, they hate, they despise each other. They hate each other so much. Where's the, There's no greater hate than the shit this guy's trying to kill me. I fucking hate him. But then they end up in love. Well, you know what I want to see as a rom-com mm. remake is Bride of Frankenstein. Oh. Yes. Absolutely. Frankie gets what? Yeah, the last four minutes of the film, that's where we begin. Okay. Like, yeah. give us more. Like, it's the Bride of Frankenstein. Let's give her a film where she is actually in it for yeah. more than four minutes. Right, right. Great that film, mate. Nice, Great film. Yeah. You know, instead of just screaming and, you know, deciding to kill yourself, <laughs> give us that movie. Give yeah. us the romance. I yeah. reckon that's I reckon that's great. Yeah. I reckon I'm a big fan of that. That's what they should do. Have the other have the other monsters in it yeah. as well. Like he, Drac is his friend. Yeah, like it's his, it's he's like, his wingman. Oh, I'm trying to date this girl and she's just screaming at me all the time. And her like wingman's the creature from the Black Black Lagoon. Yeah, <laughs> Gil, Gil man's there. Yeah, 
He's like a like if it's if it's a if it's a corny nineties rom com, he's like her sassy best friend yeah, or some 100%. shit. You know? She's got to, and then for a bit, she's got to date the wrong guy. So she's dating like the mummy. Yeah. <laughs> she realizes that the mummy's not the man for her. It's it's a man made of men. Yep. <laughs> invisible man's in there. He's up to some tricks. No, the invisible man is the is the is the bastard guy who's trying yes. to like yep. get in there and yes, there's a bit going on there. Mm-hmm. I would I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah. I've gone down a similar route. Yeah. And I went, well, we talked about him as being uh, uh, an icon. Uh, it's the Dook. Oh, oh, the old Bubba Dook. Rom-com with the Bubba Dook. <laughs> wow. Challenging. I don't know I don't know if it's that necessarily that same story. Okay. Yeah. I think it's him, though. It's mm. the Dook, and basically he's like the boogeyman, and uh, he meets his match in a, in, a, in, a, in a woman who's just not afraid of him. Or actually, no, 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 in a man yes. who's not afraid of him. Yeah. Because, as we know, the Dook is a gay icon. Yeah. Uh, it is a film registered under the LGBTQI uh, code on uh, Netflix, yep. as we all know. Yep. As, as it should be. As it should be, where it belongs. Yep. So we're going to do that for real. It's the Babadook. Um, Babadook wants to meet someone at Mardi Gras. Oh, it's yeah. a Cinderella story. <laughs> Ooh. Meet someone at Mardi Gras. It's the love of his life. Leaves his hat behind. Leaves his hat behind. He's got to track down the Dook. Yeah. Oh, I love oh, it. He's got to get back God. to the basement by midnight. Oh, yes, because then he'll turn into a cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> and if and if this guy, if the love of the Dook's life can't love him in his cockroach, he doesn't deserve him in his hat and trench coat. <laughs> I mean, I know the director always said she never wanted a Babadook sequel, but I mean, how, Come can, on. You, how can you die, hey, deny that? We're going to wait a few years. Yeah. The Dook will become public domain. <laughs> How many years is it? 70? I think it's death plus 80. Is that right? Death plus 80. Or 70. Or okay. People of 3018. <laughs> this is something you can pass on to your grandkids, Tom. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. everyone down the line. golden ticket of an idea. This is the legacy. This is, this is my legacy that yeah. I will leave to generations. And it's here in 3018. If you're listening to this, someone in this year, you've, you've dug this out of the, the tomb of – the Sands Pants incident, <laughs> which we, we can't get into, of, of 2048, whatever yeah. that happens. They'll find out. They'll, They'll find, find out. out. Oh, no, it'll yeah. be in the history books. Yeah. God damn it, Jackson. Ah, uh, Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, know that the movie you should make is The Babadook uh, Looking for Love. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh, it's, that's what I, you know. Booking for Love. Booking for Love. Ah, that's it. Babadook booking for love, and I think the tagline is "Out of the closet, into your heart." <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, the future. Yeah, that's great. All right, our next question comes from Daniel Faulkner on Twitter. He says, "In the vein of Freddy versus Jason or Alien versus Predator, what would be the weirdest horror monsters to versus each other, and which do we think would win?" Have you got Tom? <laughs> I'm really happy with my choices. So he's giggling already. So I'd like you to go. No, I yeah, 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 yeah. you yeah. go. I would like. Uh, we've talked about him already. I'm obsessed with him. I think I'm in love with him. Monster okay. Squad Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> and I like him to verse Godzilla. Oh, oh shit. Huge call. <laughs> Fuck Kong v Godzilla. Nowhere. It's Drac Zilla. I just think dynamite versus a fucking monster would be huge. Yeah. It's massive. Yeah. Destroy a city. Can that track fly? I can't actually remember. I think he no, can do whatever he wants. No, no, no. no he, he has, a, he has he his own jet. Yeah, he's his plane. Oh, he's got his jet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit, yes. He's got his plane, his jet, he's got his dynamite. Um, oh, I think he's got that ready. cool Rolls Royce that goes invisible. Yeah, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Eat a dick, Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, he, he's shitting himself. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing that, be like, Rawr. is there any way that Drac would win? I like <laughs> I mean, to think there is. If he gets the dynamite inside Godzilla, was That's my true. first thought. If he uses his jet, flies over, drops into its screaming mouth, maybe. Uh, so the thing is, though, if, isn't Godzilla made out of radioactive material? So if you drop a bomb in him, oh, he just gets stronger. Just gets well, stronger. no. He blows up, but it's a nuke. But this is Transylvanian dynamite. 
It's a even more potent. We've like, never we've never seen how what its potential could be. Oh also, he can God. turn into a bat and fly it up into its mouth. Bam. Yes. I will also point out that generally Godzilla's the hero. Yeah. Whatever, man. <laughs> Dracula's generally a villain. Oh, fuck, that's it true. It works. Yeah. Oh, it, it so does. Yeah. I'm really impressed with that. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, I think it, people would watch it. <laughs> yeah, fuck Kong. Yeah. Cancel that movie. I think it, it's actually out already. Yeah. Right? It only costs 300 million. Scrap yeah. it. Scrap yeah. it. Scrap it's it. In the bin. Yeah. And here's the thing. Get Drac. But not any Drac. We want Monster Monsters. Squad Dracula. Yeah. I wonder how old that actor is now. <laughs> oh, is he still alive? Can we do it? He would be. Yeah. Can we, can <laughs> we do... It wasn't that long ago, was it? <laughs> he wasn't like ancient. <laughs> it's the 80s, right? <laughs> That movie came out. It didn't come out in like 1961. (laughs) Fuck, I'm going to look him up while Tom, you tell us your one. Okay, so this one is uh, probably probably two of the greatest horror movie characters of all time. Okay. And the idea of these two having a smackdown. Yeah. I think every movie producer listening to this show right now. Better get ready for a new pair of pants. Oh, my God, they're going to jizz under them. Yeah, that's right. They're going to come so hard at the idea of... It follows Monster versus The Rock from The Tall Grass. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) All right. Possibilities. Endless. Fuck. You know who's making this movie? David Lynch. Oh, so good. It's written by Charlie Kaufman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's too far, mate. It's, uh, it's a movie in which, you d- because The Rock isn't necessarily being pursued by the It Follows monster, it's just <laughs> invisible the whole movie. <laughs> and I don't know what The Rock's deal is. I just like the idea of taking two very esoteric, specific yeah. creations and being like, no, they could fight. Yeah. yeah. They could absolutely fight. That's fucking great. It Follows Monster. Basically, Patty, this is how it works, right? It Follows Monster... Uh, has attached himself to Paddy Wilson. Yep. Right? He's lost in the grass. He's horny for that rock. Oh, yeah, he is. And then the Follows Monster's like, okay, cool. Logic logic dictates the rules of my movie. Yeah. I will no longer kill you, Patrick Wilson, but I'll come back after I've killed big, black, spooky, <laughs> ancient rock from beyond time. <laughs> and it tries to. So hold on. But how can Paddy, it? Paddy Wilson... Fucks the rock. Yeah. Okay, great. I just wanted to really yeah, yeah, yeah. get that down. Yeah. That's there's there's another movie about that with Dwayne Johnson in it. That's different. <laughs> okay. That's Wait, my Patty private Wilson movie. and the Rock, is that a rom com as well? Patty Wilson <laughs> and the Rock. It's a rom com that goes bad. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a trick. You think it's a rom com, but it is actually a movie about the follows monster trying to come up with different ways to kill the the, the rock in, in the tall grass. And I yeah. think it's a bit of a wily coyote versus roadrunner situation. <laughs> Just can't can't get it. And then anytime it gets close, what the rock does is it uses its powers to summon someone else to right. come and fuck it. Yeah. And then the flies monster's like, Ugh. well, I'll go kill them, but I'll be back for you, rock. <laughs> I would green light that. Uh, I have an update yep. on Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> His name is Duncan Riga. And? People can't see this, but I've got to show you the, his photo. <laughs> oh, whoa. Okay, we've got to pop that up on Twitter. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, I'm... He's 70 years old. Ah. He's still around. Oh. I'm just looking at his credits. One caught my eye, and I wished it was a movie. It's a documentary. It's called Wolfman's Got Nards. Oh. A 90-minute documentary about the power of cult film Monster Squad. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Also, Boys. there's another one in there that I think we should watch called Blood Surf, where he plays he plays a sleazy producer who develops a sport called blood surfing, where they toss fish remains into water to lure sharks, and then they surf through the sharks. Wow. Okay. Oh, we're doing blood surf. Mind blown. As they blood surf, they encounter something even more deadly. 
a colossal prehistoric crocodile <laughs> intent on devouring them. What is this fucking so, movie? Hang on. They take the concept of blood surfing, which is insane, yeah. right. and then they're like, the danger's not the sharks, it's a prehistoric crocodile. It's a fucking croc. Sounds incredible. Wow. When did it come out? Uh, 2000. Wow, it's not that old. Yeah. I mean, it's 20-something 20 20 years, years old. old. Shit. Oh, we're old. Well, yeah, we're old, boys. Look look out for that in the future. Yeah, yep. for blood, uh, sir. Fucking hell. All right, we're not going to top that. Uh, so our next question comes from Harry Alexander on Twitter who says, how has our time on Skeddy Boys changed how we write uh, stories, in particular horror? Uh, it definitely does. I think um, like I'm working on an idea at the moment that's a horror, and it's I always come back to Damo's three questions, mm. really, because that drives a lot of trying to break a story now. It's like, um, I mean, we ask, were we scared? So it's like, how do you scare the audience? And right. Go through all the possibilities of that. And then, yeah, making sure your characters act wisely. Yeah. And then also thinking, what would I do? And, yeah, I bring – I I think I, fi- I find I'm bringing a lot of that into what I'm trying to write, um, which hopefully means that if there was a podcast that was breaking down, was it dumb? It, it, it works better because <laughs> I'm, I'm prepared for it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I think it helps for sure. Oh, I, I 100% agree. Like, I think – you know, asking, yeah, were we scared? And really, like any critiquing of any anything that you watch is always going to help your writing. Yeah. So much so. Like diving deep. Like I was even telling my students about this. Like start with did I like it or did I not like it? And then you ask yourself why. And then ask why four more times. So you really actually nail in either what is or isn't working on that thing. Yep. So that if it is working, great. You get to utilize that in your own writing. And if it isn't working, great. You can avoid that in your own writing. So- for us analyzing horror and and if we were scared, why we were scared, and like we obviously have gone deeper into that than I've ever considered before. Yep. So yeah, with me writing horror for sure, I'm I'm definitely thinking I'm writing stuff that is scarier because how could I not? We've analyzed it from every point of view at this point. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I, I I think it's slowly become one of my favorite genres, and I'm learning that you can put it in everything. Yes, like you can apply it so many things and you can do so many clever things with it. It, it often gets kind of dismissed because it, it, it's, it's you know, born in low budget and pulp. Yeah, yeah. Roots and you can't ever forget that. But I think you can you can tweak and play with so much of it. Oh, so yeah. I absolutely think, yeah, I, I mean, we're also, a lot of the filmmakers we're looking at are like the masters. Like it's, yeah. you, you, you're looking at guys like Carpenter and, and Wes Craven and, you know, we're, we're watching films by like The Exorcist, which is a classic Movie. We're watching Alien, which is another mm. classic movie. We're watching The Conjuring, which is a you know a, a horror classic kind of thing. And we're reading a lot more, you know, Stephen King, and mm. we're we're watching shows by the Flan Man, the Flanny, and Cargill, mm. like yep. all these great writers and appreciators of of horror. And going, oh, there's some really fucking cool shit yes. going on here. Like I think every horror film. This is a big call that I'm about to make. <laughs> horror is the secondary genre sometimes. Yeah, and that's great. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm learning that. Yeah, yeah. Horror on its own is hard to do. There's an audience for that, but yep. that audience isn't me. No, and it doesn't. And it's obviously it's not as memorable because you still need a great story to root your horror in. Yeah. So ha- working out what that great story is, and then adding the element of horror. No, it's beautiful. Yeah. You're just sort of adding this beautiful like icing over the top. I mean, that's of it. that's why the descent's so great. I think mm. it's a survival thriller, right? That tests friendship, and yes. then you've also got horror. This supernatural yeah. element, yeah, yeah. Test friendship. The test fails. <laughs> oh, she boy. fails. Juno fails that test. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She does. All right. Well, his next question, because he's actually got three for us, is what horrors kept you up at night as kids? For me, it was literally everything. Like I was such a scared kid. Yeah. Like there is a big reason why Damien Rob never watched horror movies as a kid because I was yeah. literally scared of everything. Like I just remember being so fearful. Like 
even when dad, my dad used to work, I grew up in Chirelga, my dad used to work in Melbourne. So he'd come home pretty late and he'd be driving home. And I just remember being terrified until he got home that oh, he's, he's crashed. He's died somewhere. Like, yeah. so like literally what scared me, literally everything. Like there wasn't yeah. anything that did scare me. Like I'm somewhat obviously grown out of that as an adult, but as a kid, yeah, I was so fearful. Yeah. Everything. I've probably put a lot of stuff in my haunted memory palace. I can't really remember. <laughs> little... I remember the Goosebumps TV show scared me. Yeah. Um, I did too deep, Sean. If you, I, if you I think too hard, you will crack that skull um, of yours and the ghosts will pour out. My sister had a, a vampire book. It may have been a Dracula one. I can't remember. But like the the image on the cover of the vampire scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I was scared of vampires. Yeah. I was, yeah scared of everything. I, I used to also just be scared when you go to the video store and you'd be passing the horror section. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd want yeah. it like I would walk different aisles just to not have to I see those covers. Near it. Yeah. I'd, if I... Spent two seconds in the horror section. I'd spend an hour staring at the comedies. <laughs> yeah, I just remember even like going camping, and you'd like go with your, um, you know, family friends and mm. stuff, and people would tell campfire stories. There's one in particular. I probably should Google it to look at the specifics. But have you ever heard Three Fingered Willie? Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, like I just remember like the very end of it, like the punchline yeah. of it. But that scared the shit out of me. Right. Any time I went camping, it was yeah. just horrible. Is that one of those classic like, "Don't look outside. I killed your dog." One of those kind of things, yeah. And, like, it ended with, like, three fingers scraping down the tent. Yeah. And then, like, bursting through and, like, it was him, yeah. And then, like, some cunt would be outside doing it. And yeah, then, of yeah, course. Scared the yeah. shit out of you. Yeah, I – everything. But in particular, Gremlins, the movie yeah, Gremlins. Okay. Right, yeah. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before, uh, but Gremlins scared me so much. And the, the weird thing was it was my – brother's like one of his favorite movies like mm. he wanted a little mogli and he, he thought the gremlins were hilarious <laughs> and i was fucking petrified on them if he wanted me to like leave the room he just put Gremlins, and he's my younger brother right. bear in mind <laughs> like i'm three years older than him and he just chucked the dvd or video of gremlins on just to fuck with me yeah yeah gremlins scared the shit out of me heaps um just like weird little things like again those campfire stories freaked me out. Yeah. It was I remember a book of short stories and I don't remember the specifics but there's one of them about a girl who basically to like punish her family for being rude to her locks herself in the toilet and refuses to come out. Mm. And it's like I'm not coming out and then there's like a a bog monster comes up through the toilet oh, to shit. kill her. It's 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 so, I can't remember all the details but it terrified me that I had nightmares for a week. Yeah. And I tried to get the book back out of the library again, and my mum wouldn't let me. <laughs> and I was like, "No, I need to. I need to know like I closure here. I need yeah. closure here. I need to read the rest of them." But no, there was a story in that just just absolutely fucked me up massively. Yeah, it's fucked. And like your fear as a kid, like obviously we where we are fearful men as adults, but the fear you have as a kid is so total and like. There is nothing. Your brain is like clear of anything other than that fear. Like, uh, yeah. like you know, and even obviously you talking about that, then I can tell the effect it had on you and like how it just, and it does, it sticks with you. Like these, these early memories of fear are so brutal and awful because they're almost like this grounding of all the fear to come. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, the last question from him is you wake up late at night. It's dark in the house. What monster from films or TV or books or stories are you most scared is with you or watching you? <laughs> I think because because of the waking up thing, being in bed, it's just it's like a, a hill house type. There's a tall man in the corner of my room type thing. Yeah, that's probably the first thing I think of. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, Sean. Yeah. I think the worst one would be waking up and it's like Freddy. So you're like, fuck, I'm not awake. Oh, oh yeah, <clears throat> the fake wake. Yeah. And then you wake up again. You're like, oh good, but it's Freddy still there. Yeah. yeah. So the, the the can't get away from him. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah. That'd be awful. Yeah. I awful. um I wouldn't love to wake up in bed with the ass worms from Dreamcatchers. Fucking hell. <laughs> 
Is there anything that we'd like to? I wouldn't nah, want to nothing, wait. Nothing. 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 There's none of it. Not one thing. No. Maybe Dracula and his dynamite. But even then, he's got dynamite. <laughs> yeah. Waking up in bed and rolling over and person who's normally sleeping next to you has been replaced by the nun. Oh, oh God. God. Oh. Uh, can I say, we're recording this too close to bedtime. Yeah. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, everyone. <laughs> These questions. How did I? Normally why? we say fuck you to the guest on a show, but this is the, to the audience. Fuck <laughs> you. What is this? <laughs> All right, well, we've got one more question from Dying Mains, who's asked us on Twitter. Are there any traditional concepts or genres that you think could be interesting if redone as a horror film? I like the rom-com idea now that we've yeah. got that going. That'd be fun. Yeah, there's a lot of juice there. Horror rom-coms. Quite a bit of juice on that one. I, I went with musical. Oh, yeah. That's powerful. That, I think, has some legs. Uh, I'm yeah. trying to think if there, there are is- two. Sweeney Todd? That I can think of, yeah. Sweeney, Sweeney Todd's Todd. one. Yeah. There's also an Evil Dead musical, but it's a comedy. What? Yeah, but it's comedy. Oh, uh, okay. But it's like the original Evil Dead, uh, and it's 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 based on the Bruce Campbell ones, and it's right. a musical called Evil, Evil Dead the Musical. Uh, there's a song in, like one of the opening songs I'm pretty sure is called What the Fuck Was That? Oh, yeah. Like they hear a thing in the woods. Um, yeah, I don't think there's that many, though. There's those two that mm. I can think of. Yeah, I can't really think of any. There's horror plays, but I think musical would be interesting because you've got to burst into song. Yeah. Do you mean stage musical? Oh, musical is a film. I guess I was thinking more stage musical. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Both of those are stage musicals. Yeah. And obviously, there is the film of Sweeney Todd, which is not as good as the musical. Yeah. I did that have a backup been. answer as well, which was spy movies. Ooh. If we start a movie, we think, oh, it's just a standard spy movie, but it actually turns into horror because spies are ultra capable. So I think them being in a horror yeah. setting would be really interesting. That is cool. Yeah. That's especially a good idea. Like- Copyright that shit. That's fucking gold. <laughs> Copyright Demi Rob, especially if you like hamstrung them somehow. Yeah. I think a great spy movie to have a horror element in it, and they've kind of already done this, would be a remake of like The Invisible Man as like a spy. Oh, yeah. Thriller. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, there's a spy out there and you can't see them. Yeah. That's It'll be a good. Anyone. It's a good premise. Mm. Powerful. I think we are learning, like you can just, like you said before, you can apply horror to anything and yeah. it kind of just- Adds that little that little twist to it, I think, which makes it cool. Yep. This is why I really like horror. Mm. Good concepts. Great premise. 30 Days of Night. <laughs> <laughs> Great premise. Yep. Doesn't quite stick the landing. Ooh. Dog shit execution. <sighs> yep. Well, that's all our questions, boys. Uh, let's go home and have nightmares for the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see you in my dreams and nightmares. Can't wait to wake up to the nun. If I wake up to the nun, I'd immediately go back to sleep forever. Right. Oh, <laughs> if I can't see her, what's she doing? Licking my face. <laughs> and for the first time on this show, you're not horny. Maybe you are. How good's how good's them licks? <laughs> <laughs> That's a sense you do not want. <laughs> well, thank you for everyone who sent in uh, questions. They're much appreciated. If you anyone out there would like to send us a question, you can do so by emailing us at threescaredboys at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at scaredyboys or individually. I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. And I'm at Orchid Trade. Stay scared, everyone. Did I make you sick? A little bit. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.